Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are currently watching this week in anime. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Silver Lobo. Ayo. Spoilers ahead, so please be warned. These are going to be we are going to be talking about the shows of spring 2021, so there will obviously be spoilers. So you have been warned, Lobo. What have you been watching? What are you excited about? Uh, it's been a long week, so I didn't really catch up on a few shows. I was in a mad dash this morning to uh, watch a few. Um, I'm behind on Super Cub, unfortunately, uh, but. I did watch To Your Eternity, and I am loving the show so much. Gotcha. Has it like has the kind of dramatics of what you would expect from the writer of uh, shit? What did he? What was the movie? I always forget it every freaking week. Uh, a Silent Voice. Uh, a Silent Voice. Yeah, has like the dramatics kind of come out more? Ooh, boy, uh, has the it. Week progresses. Yeah, it is very much. Let's make you depressed the show and it's it hits it fucking hits like the first character is just alone and it's just trying to find his family who went off on their own and he stayed behind to take care of the old people all the old people died so he's like all right cool let me catch up to them and he finds out what happened to them and he can't make the trip anymore because he's sick and he's got an infection and then he tragically dies and then the next one, uh, uh, the next group of people he meets, they're sacrificing their children to appease a god. And they, one of the girls got killed and watched it happen in front of him. And he went on a mad fucking killing spree as like a kaiju monster thing. And I'm like, holy shit. And it is all depression. Characters who just don't want to die but die you see their last moments, you hear their thoughts, and it's just gut-wrenching, some of them. Okay, I guess I'm a little confused then, because I thought this show, like, I knew it was, like, a sadder show, and it was more on the dramatic side, but I thought it was between, like, a boy who, yeah, he he has to go and find, like, where his parents and everybody else from his village went, and then he finds a dog with oh. him. So they've completely, they've concluded that storyline and they just okay. moved on to something So else. I thought that was a story also. It is not. It is apparently oh. a god or whatever uh, the dog? created a, an orb. And he wants the orb to learn of humanity and what it means to live. So for several, I think, thousand years, the orb was a rock. And it just went through what a rock would go through. And then a wolf died next to it. And it turned into the wolf. And it was a pet of the boy. They went on their journey. The boy died. And it you know, took care of him. It was his friend. So when the boy died, he turned into the boy. And then he went and finished the journey. He got all the way past it into a jungle. And he starts transforming between the wolf and the boy. And then a giant bear monster thing attacks. He kills it. And now he can turn into the bear. The little girl that sacrificed herself to save her her friend. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. When she died and, you know, that arc concluded with bringing the body back to the family, um, trying to protect this character that they all witnessed transform, has no way to speak really, and is like unkillable, and they revere as a god. They're like, get the fuck out of here. These people are going to try and capture you and take your immortality. And he leaves, and the last shot of this past episode was he transformed into the little girl and just walking in the middle of the jungle. And it's bonkers. I am... I love this show because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next, and it's just going to be another depressing story at some point. Okay, so, yeah, my mind is blown here a little bit because, yeah, I thought I definitely thought that the boy was going to be throughout the entire show, but no, that that's fucking bonkers. Um, it sounds like a very depressing version of Kino... Kino is it Kino-was? Kino's Kino. Journey? Yeah, Kino. Kino, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like a, a more depressing version of Kino's Journey, except an omnipotent god and and not you know a boy in his motorcycle Mm -hmm. but damn that's okay wow all right that (laughs) i I really don't know what to say that's fucking insane i say Uh, like watch the first two episodes and if you're in you're in because those are the ones that's like what the fuck yeah. yeah 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 um so just a couple quick hits because like you had a long week I as well had a long week I'm behind on just two shows as well I'm behind on Mars Red which I had to rewatch the ending of the the episode before because apparently I just did not remember what the fuck happened because I started the newest episode last night I was like what the fuck is going on went back to the other episode remembered everything from the beginning and then just shit happens i was like whoa where did this come from like they finally uh basically they were uh from last week they had told the vampire group's leader or base yeah leader that or the head of the department that they were closing them down because it was just too expensive and it was cheaper to outsource and the outsource was like vampires from like london or something or england or another country essentially Hmm. so like in this not this week's episode but the week before it kind of introduces them like the vampire unit for all intents and purposes has like until the end of the month until they're like defunded and they're like on their mission doing their thing like doing their investigation and then all of a sudden like this other troop of just like gas masked like vampires just come out of nowhere and start fucking shit up and they're like okay the hell's going on here i thought this was our gig not yours and it just kind of is like okay let's see where this goes there's gonna be a power struggle here so i'm i'm looking forward to watching this newest episode i could also be off because like the show jumps like it has like an overarching story but it's told in such tidbit in pieces of information that it's like to me i feel like i'm just very oblivious to what the fuck it's all about And that episode by episode, like, the new cases that they go into is just kind of what I'm more focused on than anything else. So, Mars Red, I'm a week behind. Pretty Boy Detective Club, I'm also a week behind. I'm very much so looking forward to that because at the end of the last episode, it was... uh, I know, Lobo, you listened to last week's episode, and I kind of went into this, in which they uh, are now investigating or they found or stumbled upon a underground casino for middle school slash high schoolers, I believe. And 
that's just wild. It's just like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> when you said it, you're like, oh yeah, now they're investigating a casino ring, and I'm like, oh, what's okay? That's weird. But it's middle schoolers. I'm like, okay, okay, this show's going places. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like it's middle schoolers, and then I think they have high schoolers that are like the hosts of like everything because they have girls of that age dressed up in bunny suit costumes like being waitresses and it's just like what and like it ends on a cliffhanger in which like one of the people in the detective agency wins a shit ton of money so he gets the vip treatment and they go up on stage like in an auditorium stage and it's like 1v1ing the person in charge of this casino and like the girl with special eyes is able to see that there's a invisible person behind the the pretty boy like giving hand signals to the like owner as to what he has so they can cheat and win and like the only person that can see it is this girl and then it just and like you could see that she wants to say something and then episode ends it's just like i love this it's batshit crazy i love it the character like the character models fucking phenomenal they they live up to the hype of pretty boys like they really do so i'm really really loving it um and i kind of segue last week into saying that i'm rewatching Orin high school host club i'm nearly done with it i think i'm on episode 21 um, and you tweeted out episode. that you wanted to start it all over as soon as you finished it i do god damn. i really do that's sh- i forget how fucking funny that show is like i'm on the episode where they're doing uh it's Halloween and they're doing a test of courage for the class that uh, the twins are in and the main girl. And it's just shit is so funny. The shit that they get into is just ridiculous. And the character development is actually genuinely really good. So, like, I know everybody's like, oh, I want season two of No Game, No Life, or oh, I want season two of this or that. Like, as much as I don't want a season two of Orin High School Host Club because it is perfect the way it is, I do want to see how this like how this show ends, how the story ends because it is. I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's source material out there, and I don't. I don't want to read it. I I don't want to like spoil the the fun for me of just like thinking. Okay, who does she pick in the end? But like, God, this show is so good. It's so good. It's so funny. If you've never watched it, it the it's very dated. The intro song is like not very good. If you're watching the English version, the intro song, the singers are like they're fine and the song is generic pop. But the outro song, my word, is it horrific. It is like a train wreck of a song. Like the the music itself is great and then the singer opens his mouth and you're like, "Oh no." <laughs> Who got you this gig? Somebody, like, give that person a handshake. It is horrific. If you've never listened to it, go waste a minute and a half of your life. It is so bad. Like, I, Lobo, you and I could do a better job at singing that song. That's, and that's saying something. Nope. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I would not want to either. But, um, yeah, those are the few that I'm like. I mean, shows that I'm behind on, and then also just what I'm rewatching. I I, I just have to rewatch some things sometimes. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna rewatch Cowboy Bebop here, sometime soon. It's about that time of year. But um, enough about that. Let's let's jump into something that we've both been watching, so we can discuss. Uh, 
where where would you like to go? Where would you like to start here? My Hero Academia. Oh man. Okay. Well, Once again, I was listening. Let's when get it over. I with. was listening, and the shit y'all said. Come on now. This is a perfectly good That's season. Good. The arc is great. It's all about them all taking a test to see how to uh, how to best handle a situation or given where you have someone who is powerful against you. And it's not it's even so a good. test. It's not even a test. It's just like, hey, go spar, have fun. Here are your here are your sparring conditions. It's not. They're not being graded. There's like whoever, like whatever class wins. It's not like you get a trophy. I mean, they are like, being just... tested because they're seeing how much they've grown. It is a whole thing about based on where they have done to grow, especially with all the experience they've had and with the um, working on their like special move or whatever. And you're seeing a lot of them do their special moves and all this stuff, or see how well they've grown. Like um, with the latest, one of the latest episodes where Momo legit made a cannon, and she was working on that the entire fight. She was just taking her time, dodging attacks, doing all this, all while making a fucking cannon, and it was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fucking sweet. Um, I will say though, like. I could give a rat's ass about one B, but I I will stand. I will stand for Kendo. Kendo Kendo's is bae. fucking she. Yeah, like definitely. But I do say okay, that's a lie. She is Bay. I do care about one other character in that show, and like, I feel, oh, man, I wish they would have put is him it, more in it. Is there. it Tattoo 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 Tattoo? <laughs> no, but that that name is just fucking hilarious. Uh, no, it's manga Fukidashi. Oh, the guy I knew who, you would love him. The comic book He's guy. He's so cool. I love that character. That's so fucking rad. Like, he, okay, like I again, I said I could care less about One B. I really could. I like. I understand. Oh, you need more characters because just one class can't hold the world of heroes up forever. Like, I get it. I get so it. one of my favorite but things. Like, one of my favorite things about the creator of this and his his team that make the other uh, works like Vigilante, they are huge, huge Marvel and DC comic nerds, or just American comics in general nerds. So in Vigilantes, there are two characters that are always bickering and fighting, and they're like best friends also. It's Cyclops mm-hmm. and Wolverine, 100%. This guy, <laughs> this m- manga guy is a DC villain that is like not really that prevalent. He just shows up and does things to the vigilante characters. He's not there for like wealth or anything. He wants to stop vigilanteism and he's kind of like staying in that way. Uh his name is Anamanapia and he has God to has to do the sound of what he's doing. That's his entire stick. So you hear uh in one of the comics I have, you just hear Shink, and Shink is him stabbing uh, Bruce Wayne's girlfriend in front of him. Hmm. And when they showed off uh, uh, the manga guy, and he's just like making all these sounds and everything, and it just causes explosions or giant things to happen. I'm like, this is like the superpowered version of Anamanapia, but way cooler. I love fucking love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's. It's pretty fucking cool. Like, those two are the ones that I really care about in this class. Everybody else, eh. Although, then again, I haven't seen the rest of the fights. Like, they didn't start 
uh, the third fight with. Uh... Oh no, they did start the third fight start. with uh, Todoroki, and yeah, they did, but they didn't resolve it this past episode. Yes. Um. So again, it's not my favorite arc, but that's okay. Like the show's still good. I it's just not my favorite arc. My issue is you Don't wanting it me. to be over already because this arc is extremely important. I want to know what happens in the story. You're going to... I understand, yeah, like, character development, woo, like, for secondary... You need to understand like that I... the these characters are going to be prevalent, and if you don't know how they're doing things, you're going to be like, well, that's so stupid. Why would this person be able to do this? That kind of defeats the purpose of <laughs> this guy's growth as the main character. If you're at the final battle and Deku's getting his ass kicked, and all of a sudden a giant fucking uh, metal... Bl- block shows up that just says kaboom on it you're like where the fuck did that come from and you're like oh it's manga who the fuck is manga <laughs> i mean yeah but like you don't have to you can introduce the characters that are important and you will have no you will to, have no attachment to them it, whatsoever if something happens to them or if you find out that they aren't all that as good, because there was a one point in the arc or in in uh, the series where they're like, there is a mole in the school, and they're kind of think there isn't a mole anymore, but there still could be, and there's still one of those things where maybe there's still a mole in one A, and it could be this character, it could be this character, and no one knows. Yeah, see, but in one B, like if Koshi. Uh, Subur- uh, Subarabu? Subaraba? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, if anything happened to him, I can give a shit less. It's like, oh no, they died. Like, this villain must be powerful. Like, I uh, I get it. I get why they're doing it. I, it's just not my favorite. If you wrote down everything to- you want out of a good anime and someone made it, I guarantee most people would be like, where's the characters in this? Where's this thing? Because what you're asking is they don't have the side characters. You want Deku and All Might and whoever else is going to be close to him for this. And that's not what we everyone else wants. They want characters that matter. Because Naruto had three characters that mattered. And that was it. They didn't give a fuck about Sakura. And all the other, like, you know, B characters that everyone liked. But, like, they didn't get that s- spot, really until further in and by that point you're like yeah we know they're cool you're finally giving it to us but like we got a lot of it in the fucking fillers and we're sick of the uh, the fillers and shit it's just like in the actual main story they're giving you that character development with these side characters and it's great because that's not something that's usually done in these types of shonen i mean you got one piece and that's all i'll say about that but at the same time like you have 20 kids in class 1a if you can't figure out how to do side stories for ev like I don't know much about Hinata Sero, the tape guy. I don't know much about him, but I know more about freaking Kendo and I know more about like the freaking uh what's his guy? The guy that they're introducing, the one that can like talk to you and if you respond, take over your life. Like I know more about those characters than I do in some of these people in one A. Give me everybody from one A. Give the give me all their side stories, and then give me more of like one B, like dive dive deep into one B. I don't know much about some of these characters, like in one A. Like, 
I really don't. And it's just like, okay, if you're going to have a class that's the main focus of the show, granted, like, you know, the main sh- the show is around Deku and how he becomes the number one hero. But, like, if you're going to have his class and not focus on those people and focus more on another class that isn't as, like, they're, they're the secondary class, why? For why? They get the spot in the sun for one arc and this is your reaction to it? Come on. Yeah, sure. We didn't get much with with Saro and and some of the other ones, but we did get a spotlight on, uh, for instance, uh, Jiro. We got a spotlight on Jiro for a specific arc for a specific thing. We are slowly building to that because everyone got their own arc. Like um, uh, Kirishima. Kirishima had his own arc. Yeah, Jiro had her arc. Bakugo's been in there. Todoroki's had hers. Tokoyami has had a good, decent amount of his, again, like, story Again, told. you have to slowly build to it. If you're getting arc after arc of all these characters, you're like, okay, cool, where's the Deku story? That's why it's a slow build, and they're working their way toward it, and it's going great, in my opinion. Again, you brought up One Piece. I, I said not every of them, every one of them does a good, uh, a good time building their side characters. One Piece does it, and it's been going forever. None of the other ones go like that hard. I mean, so your one example is supposed to trump me? Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. <laughs> your one example? You gave one example too, and I gave one Again, example. Again, this hasn't been done. That is my point. Not <laughs> all of them do this where they focus on their side characters. Naruto didn't. All of their focus was in fillers, and in the books, it wasn't really that big of a thing, apparently. Filler arcs as the focus hmm. isn't cool, but this is the actual main story where the the character's progression is part of the actual story. As much as you say this feels like filler, it isn't. It is actual story uh, of the actual main story so that you get to see how they progress and build. Fair enough. And uh, to be to be completely honest, I've never seen Naruto or One Piece, so... Take take everything I just said with a grain of salt. See, Anywho, moving you on. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we, I know I'm the fucking worst. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another real quick one from my list. Uh, World ends with you. Uh, I don't know if they actually took a week off or not because I remember watching the episode. I just thought it was like so long ago that I watched it. It felt like that. I was just confused if they took a week off or not. I haven't really looked into it, but. It's good. I don't know how well it's correlating with the story of the actual game, but like it's good. CGI still sucks. It the it's very pretty. Like the the colors are pop and the characters are decently interesting, but like it's just fine. It's if it, if I were playing this in a video game, it'd probably be better. But I mean, because everybody everybody like clamors that this video game like it is a cult classic. It's it's a cult classic video game that's. It's. I looked it up this past week. It's stupidly expensive to buy, no matter where you try and buy it, unless it's on Steam for some reason that I haven't seen it. The Switch has gone out of print. The Switch version's out of print, so you can't buy it there. I guess you could buy it digitally, but like the Nintendo DS version is like nearly a hundred dollars. Also, I hear the if Switch it, not, version, the the Switch port isn't great. I heard the Switch port isn't great. Yeah, I hear. I hear the Switch port's just boo boo. But I mean, to play a game that you want to play. You'll do what you want to do, but um, the the show itself is fine. CG still sucks. Characters are interesting enough. Story's interesting enough. Looking forward to seeing what happens next, but it's just 
if I had to drop another one, this would probably be right there up on the list of what I'd drop. So cool. Yeah. Um, let me just quickly get my last two out of the way. So, uh, still watching Spider. So I'm a Spider. So what? It's uh, still good. I love uh, them swapping between stories because in the books it was just about the Spider Girl, and that was it. Them jumping between the other classmates and them having grown up and taking classes and being heroes or villains and all that. It adds to the story in a way where you're wondering what happened to the spider because she was in the world before all of them and sentient and knowing what the fuck's going on. And it's just building on that mystery. And I love it as much as everyone else kind of hates it and they just want more spider. I love it because it adds dynamic to it. Uh, and then 300 years of killing slime or whatever the fuck it's called. It's just more dumb fun. It's fine. Uh, I was going to just, you know, quit it after like the third episode, but it kind of hooked me a bit. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's see what happens next. And I've been fine. What you're saying is it's a good popcorn show. Sure. Because you know how much I love that term and how much you love to give me shit for calling shows popcorn shows. I really hate it because your idea of a popcorn show is way different from mine. But that's just a matter of opinion. Um, I guess I can finish off my list too. I just have two left and then we can go into the three shows we're both watching and then kind of what's on our backlog. Um, Nagatoro, I continually week after week, like the situations seem somewhat similar, but like the comedy is still there and the wholesomeness seems to be there still, like in which this girl does have some sort of feelings for this main character even though this main character is just completely just nerdy and different and for all intents and purposes like a little little too sensitive but i mean you know it is what it is but she the you see a little bit like of character development every single episode as they go and go especially with the fact that they introduce the two like in the very first episode they had the nagatoro's like friend group and they've introduced two of those characters into like the episodes now for the past two weeks. They've been in them, and like they go after the main character, and Nagatoro like steps in at the last minute to kind of help, you know, make sure he doesn't get bullied by them because they mean it in a malicious way, while she's doing it in more of a just like I care about you, I kind of like you, but I'm not gonna ever admit it type of way. So. To me, the humor is still there. the The wholesomeness, a little bit like the weird, the weird call. It's weird calling it wholesome, but it is, uh, is there, and it's just a little on the lewd side. Not this past episode, but the episode before. It was very just like, oh my goodness, I am turning this off because Sam is in the room, and I am not watching this with her in the room because this is just weird. Uh, but the. Uh, every week I'm looking forward to watching it and, it, and week by week it's great. I, I really, really do enjoy it. And then the last one that I'm talking about, in which I I do love, it's still my number one show because I know the payoff of what they are doing is going to be bountiful. But week by week, this show Odd Taxi, it it kills me. It it is like 
they allude to all these things that are happening and it's slowly building up to like okay shit's gonna go down but shit doesn't go down like it almost went down in this past episode like the episode four they introduced a character who was you know addicted to gotcha games and he you know finally got his dodo gotcha and his zoo game and then the taxi driver nearly hits him because he's just like standing in the middle of the street and he loses the dodo because he breaks his phone well now two episodes later homeboy comes like the taxi driver is uh taken to kind of like a club because one of the people he gave a lift and gave numbers to to enter into the lotto the guy won the lotto so the guy's like i owe you everything brings him to a club is like all expenses paid and all of a sudden this guy who's been like slowly but surely stalking the taxi driver shows up at the club while the taxi driver's in the bathroom and decide like has a gun and does like a warning shot in the air and he's searching and you're like oh oh it's about to go down but luckily homeboy taxi driver gets out the back without like anything major happening and escapes in his car although but you see that in his cab was broken into like somebody smashed the back window thinking like oh he's this is his cab he's in here smash the back window oh he's not here he must be inside so like slowly but surely like this show is so uneasy to watch because like characters that you wouldn't think would be doing things are doing stupid fucking things like the there's a the taxi driver's best friend is a monkey and he is dealing with uh what is it when you loan sharks he's dealing with loan sharks because he's taking money out like a hundred a hundred thousand yen at a time just to impress this girl who's like an a part-time idol or not a part-time idol like an up-and-coming idol and like he just taking her out to fancy restaurants pretending to be like a salary man that he isn't and he's spending money he isn't and you're just like guy why are you doing this why are you that desperate for attention are you that desperate for a companion like you have friends like I get it. It's it's unfortunate not having a companion like that, but like, is this the way to do it? Hell no. And and then you kind of get in this last episode that the idol is actually has eyes on a different guy who is a comedian who like I don't know. It's just like it's a whole thing. The story is so like it, all these characters are so well interwoven and interconnected, and the setting is so uneasy because like they're just dealing with shady shit all the fucking time you're like what is going on why why are you doing this and like i'm just i'm ready i'm ready for shit to pop off because it's been six weeks it's been six episodes and once once that ball starts rolling it's not gonna end and it's only gonna get crazier i have a feeling so i'm again i love it it's kind of a tease at week in and week out because nothing major happens. It's just a slow burn of just steady uneasiness to where it's just going to hit an apex and just fucking blow up. But every week, I I most look forward to watching Odd Taxi, especially for the art. The art alone is amazing. The like I, We got into it last week talking about the art in which the characters are so well-defined and well-animated, and then everything in the background kind of like looks fuzzy and fluffy and kind of just really nice like it's got a nice aesthetic it's a different aesthetic compared to other shows so between the storytelling the characters and everything and everything else just in the animation love it i fucking it's it's so good 
So that's what I've been watching personally uh, for this week. I know you've gone through your lists. We have three shows left. Uh, Hega Hero, Tokyo Revengers, and those Snow White notes. So, Lobo, which one do you want to get into? I feel like... Fuck. It's hard because I have a lot to say about all of them. All right, let's start with let's start with the those Snow White notes real quick yeah. because I feel like the fact that both of us love this show so much, there's not going to be too much to talk about. There's like we're going to just agree upon a lot of different things. So, um again, it's another so this episode wasn't nearly as good as any of the uh, the rest of the sh- six or five episodes that come before it. Yeah, it's just a training camp episode, episode and it was it was fine. It was just it, them it learning. Had a purpose. Yeah, it, it, this episode has its purpose. It's just build up for for the episodes to come and like kind of giving some more dramatics to what's going on in their lives. So, again, love the show, but like the music is just what what brings me in. And they them learning to the, I, they said that it's a basic song. Like them learning a basic song is just like whoa. Mm-hmm. This does not seem basic at all. And then like within a week, they work their asses off and get it. And it's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, you did. Y'all are ready. Y'all are ready for the competition. Hell yeah. But, I mean, that's 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 my thoughts on the show. I'm I'm looking forward to next... Wait, is it Saturday? I, I need to keep it going. No Snow White notes come out, come out on Friday. Oh, why did I think it was Saturday? Because you know. always think it's the yeah. wrong day. Yeah, I know. I'm just airhead like that, but... I look forward to watching this week's episode. I think they're going to start the... It's going to be a tournament arc. It, like a small one, but it's going to be a tournament arc in which they're going to go into the group competition and then he's going to go into the solo competition. You... But I think they're going to get... I think they're going to get bounced. I think they're going to... The, the group competition, they're going to get bounced quick. You got to let go of this tournament arc thing, you know? It's fine to not like really I bad ones, but like this, this... You can't even compare this to like a actual shonen tournament arc come on now come I, on i never said that it was i never said that it was like them going into the, a tournament the, arc was a bad the tone thing. of it was there we all know your feelings on tournament arcs <laughs> for those of you just tuning in i don't like tournament arcs i that's where you lose me like freaking yu yu Hakusho, the dark rose tournament gone what wow. what <laughs> you <sighs> Why am I on this podcast? <laughs> Why am I even here? Uh, because of because of moments like these, like I like my my gap in knowledge of just random shows, and then your gap of knowledge in random shows is outstanding. That is one of the I best. Mean, that it. is one of the best tournament arcs of an anime ever. You fucking monster. I forget where I ended it. Like I, it was it was within the last like seven years that I tried watching the show, and I think I got to the point where I rewatched it five five years ago. I think it was, and I'm like sitting here like maybe I should rewatch it again because it's so good. Yu Hakusho is so fucking good. God damn, I love that show. I never said it wasn't good. It's the torment arc is the peak. I said it. Eh, agree to disagree. Anywho. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, that was your reaction was priceless. Um, 
let's let's hop in. I, I think I want to talk most about Tokyo Revengers. Oh yeah, so let's hop Same. into Higgy Hero next. Let's let's hop in, Let's hop into Higgy Hero. Um, this was a rough one. This 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 was unsettling. This was absolutely just. Oh, it made me just kind of cringe and ball up and just like I don't want to be here watching this. I really like it was it was good. It was a necessary episode, but holy fuck. So to, to give the context oh. of what happened, um, main girl went to work and she met with her other coworker, who was the guy she had slept with prior to meeting up with one of the guys. Yeah, one of the guys she met prior to meeting up with. Um, what's his name? I don't remember his name. I don't know their names at all. But you know what? He's a good guy. I don't either. Uh, they had a weird interaction. Uh, her friend, who is the other coworker, stepped in protected her a bit he waited until she was off work to follow her home and gave her a choice uh let him go to her new place or he will tell everyone that she's a runaway and that she sleeps with people to find a place to stay so she go to go to his her new place and quote just talk yeah that didn't happen he tried to rape her and thankfully Thankfully, uh, the friend must have said, hey, uh, there was a weird interaction with these two, uh, just so you know. And then she said, hey, uh, uh, main girl texted him like, I'm bringing a friend over, just so you know. And he busted in before anything happened and kicked the fucker out. And they had a, they had a discussion about things and it was... Just, a difference of opinion in regards to how to treat a person basically and how to treat this, this girl who is a runaway, how he wants to protect her and save her because all of these other assholes abused and used her and they didn't save her. And it just progressed on from there. And you see that this guy is a complete asshole, but he has standards because he didn't tell anyone. Like yeah, when he, when she confronts he, he him later, his end of the promise. he held up his agreement. She allowed him to go in to uh, go to her new place, so he's not going to tell anyone. It's it's the agreement, and that's a weird thing for a scumbag like him. But you know what? That might be some character building there. It's like maybe turn this guy to be not an asshole nah, as well. Possibly that man has zero redemption in my eyes. Like there, there's no. No reason for what he did to ever happen to a person. There's zero redemption in my eyes for this character. Like they may as well. I'm not saying I am not saying that he is redeemable. I am saying that there is some character growth there that could happen because, as she said, uh, she's not mad at him, but she will never forgive him. That's all it was. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I mean, it's just. It's so difficult, like, because you knew as soon as he said, oh, I just want to talk, like, no, you could just talk there. You could just talk in public there, or you could find, like, a spot that's not in the middle of the road, like, or middle of the sidewalk right outside your job to just talk. This band, this was preemptive, this was premeditated, like, this is, oh my god. It, It sickened me, and, like, the fact that, like, She's like, I forgive you, but I'm still mad at you. Is almost no, just as sick. You got that reversed. 
Okay, I'm still. I'm. I'm. I won't forgive I don't you. Forgive you. That's right. But I'm not. No longer mad. Correct. I would. I would always be mad. I would always be mad at that person forever and always. I. I would be the one to hold a grudge and never forgive it. Fucking. But I. You had a. I think you said that the coworker had texted main guy. I feel like that would that, have been one thing to like drive that over the edge because they did share phone numbers uh during her episode they did they did but the co-worker didn't know that this was going on so what i but think she did know that, that there is a weird interaction and she did confront right. her and she said that's my work that's the one thing i hate about you because she smiles about it so true and i think actually what really went down is the fact that she texted him saying hey i'm having a co-worker come over after work They'll be gone before you leave. That to me is the red flag of like, hey, I've met the one coworker. Who the fuck is this other person? You didn't call this person by name. I don't trust this. I'm running home. So I think he read between the lines of just like, because she says, even she sends a second message that says, don't worry about me. Everything will be fine. I think he reads between the lines the fact that she doesn't use a name and just says coworker and says, don't worry about me is just like, Alert, 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 danger Will Robinson. Fucking get home and fucking beat the shit out of whoever is there. I think that is kind of stretching a bit just because we don't really see that kind of interaction between them to where he can read between the lines in that way. Most of the way they're able to read her thoughts and feelings on things is with whatever smile she's presenting to them that is fake. But I can see where that could be a thing. I honestly, I don't, I feel like there might be something that's lost in translation because it is just, you know, written in English for us. But there might be something to where there's more to it in the uh, actual kanji and all that. Yeah. And I think um, somebody was saying that um, the show isn't quite following everything from the source material and that they're leaving out a lot of stuff. So, like. I don't know if they've they've quite said how many months she's been with him right now. I think maybe it was two months. Um, and this episode they did say how many months. I don't okay. remember how. Yeah, many, I though. think it was. A, I think it was more, more than more two. Than positive, it was two. I think it was more than two. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, then yeah, I think it was is probably closer to three. I feel like three months, like living with a person every single day, you kind of start to catch up on like how they talk, what they say, etc. So I, I think it's not out of the realm of possibility that he read between the lines of like, okay, I need to get home because shit's, shit's happening. Yeah, but that's so. not something they've had to deal with before. So how would he know right. that sort of reaction from her? Or That's a cry for help in that way. That's my only thing where well, I, I feel think- like there's more to it and we weren't shown it, or it had to absolutely do with a translation issue where there's something else that was said that was translated a different way or read as a different way for us because, you know, English. Yeah. The only other, the two things that I could also like allude to that may have happened that we don't know is one, he could have texted back and said, who is coming over? And she never respond. And then he's like, Oh shit. And that could be it. Or two, or two, he could be like full parent mode it's like hey who's coming over to my house i need names like then they're going like i need to know the who's and what's of who's uh comings and goings of the people in my house mm-hmm. 
So that could be another thing of just like, oh, you're having a friend? Let me come join you. But in this instance, think, like he came in really. I think it might in, be. In, I think it might be the first one where it's just like he did. He might have responded back. I, I feel like I should rewatch that just because when shit started happening and it was I, from basically when he was stuck waiting for her outside until mm-hmm. their confrontation outside the place when he kicked him out. Most of that, I was like squirming, like I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. Oh, I and I was just—I don't think I paid attention as much as I would have in a different scene. So I might rewatch yeah, it and I, see if we missed anything. Please report back next week, and we'll see. But yeah, yeah like that whole episode was just so—it was—it was—it was like odd taxi. It was very unsettling. Mm-hmm. It was—it's like something there, just or not something. We know exactly what it was was very just uncomfortable and you're like get me the fuck out of this situation if you didn't feel that way watching that like that show then I, I don't know what that says but like that that entire episode was very unsettling well and it's sh- the first for good reason the first half of that episode was unsettling then it went into let's do what we can for her so um true they had a discussion about what happened and you know he comforted her and then he had to stay at work for a bit, and her coworker or her friend, I should say, uh, she spent the night there, and they spoke about how she never showed her friend her actual house, and because she's like her parents are rich or something like that. Oh yeah, her dad's a politician, her mom's a lawyer. Yes, that's what it was. And that them at that last bit of the episode where it's just them hanging out and talking about their dreams and everything was just very nice, and I love that type of thing. So I'm hoping the next episode deals with more stuff like that where it's not as heavy because that that's enough for me, at least until we get like maybe towards the end of the season, like, you know, two or three more episodes. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, I don't know how much of the source material is out there. If the source material is finished, I'm wondering how long this show will run if they're going to try and wrap it up in a season, which I, I feel really like it's not. a season. I feel like it's going to be a one season or two, depending on their, their, you know, how long, what story they want to tell. Um, and it's just to sell the books. Cause right now they're, they're doing a good job. I'm interested and I'm, I would want to read them, the books just to find out what's different and how the story actually ends. Yeah. I, and from what our friends said about like the main material, like they're skipping a decent amount. Yeah. So and there's like a lot of I, other things. That's that, why. That's why I bring it up. There's a lot of other things that's like stuff we don't want to happen that is kind of lewd or whatever that they just omit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I like this show a lot more now than the books, but I still want the story of it. Yeah. So it looks like the entire story is done. It was four light novels long. And now they are doing a manga for it. Ooh. So, I'm in. yeah. So the the manga started in 2019, uh, and the original run of the books were 2018, 2018, 2019, and then it ended August 1st of last year, 2020. But um, yeah, I I'm enjoying this show. It's it's a good, well told story. That's also just kind of like a weird fucking situation overall, but. Man, that that yeah. Again, the first half of that episode just that stuck with me. That it, mm-hmm. I won't be forgetting that episode for a while because it is very, 
very unsettling. But the last show we have on our list for today is Tokyo Revengers, a.k.a. Violent Erased. We did not get to go into it last week Mm -mm. and how much of a cluster that episode was. Because holy hell, this show is getting so good. I mean, even with this new episode that came out, just fuck, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's it's insane. Um, So for last week's episode, he's back in the present time and things have changed in which uh, one of his friends who wasn't in the gang when he was uh, in the original timeline is now in a gang. Or no, no, he no. wasn't. Sorry, he was. He, he was he in the gang. the gang. He was in the gang the entire he time because a... they lost that fight in the beginning. It's just that he he now found the fate he of what happened to him when player. he left. Yeah, he wasn't a top player in that gang, and uh, no, no. So he still is not a top when... player. None of his friends are top players yeah, at he all. Is. No, 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 no. There's only one top player or two, depending on how you look at it. And those are the bosses. No matter what, no, no, okay. no matter by what, top player, by top player. Okay, no matter what, he is just a goon for the guy in, with glasses. That motherfucker is okay. a psychopath. I guarantee no one thinks they're a top player. They are just his pawns to move around as he pleases. Right. By by top player, I mean he is like a general. He is like he's still an underling for the people on top. I understand that, like, but like he, the way he is. Like, when you meet him, he is beaten but, and battered. He does not consider himself to be anything, which is why he does what he does. Yeah, but to to the compared to the original timeline where he gets, you know, you find out that his buddy is the one that pushed him in front of the train. Compared to the actual timeline where, like, the very beginning, he was, he was in jail because he ended up stabbing the kid that they were fighting. And... Uh, Takamichi is that how you, uh, is that how you say his name? Takamichi. Yeah, Takamichi. Takamichi. Yeah, he like prevents that Takamichi. Sorry. No, that's he Takamichi per- is a nickname. Uh, right. He prevents like the stabbing from happening because you know he's the adult version. So his friend becomes a general essentially instead of an under like going to jail and then becoming an underling. Um. But yeah, like the episode before, like his friend just like he's like, hey. I push you in front of this train. You should be dead. You can time travel. What the fuck? That's some so, leaps of logic there if I ever saw it. The fact that he figured that out and then is just like, okay, save us all. Goodbye. And commit suicide is just like, what? What just happened? But this show is fucking bonkers. Like the, the conversation that led to that, it it was very much telegraphed that he was about to kill himself the entire time. Even when you first meet him and you see him, like, this guy's not happy at all. He looks fucking dead. He's either going to murder his friend right now or he's going to off himself. And he offed himself. And it was... Yeah. It was something. Jesus. Yep. And then in this newest episode, it's like him, uh, him remembering that the person that's in charge that becomes one of the two heads his like second in command he remembers dies in like a giant brawl in the coming weeks so he goes back to being a kid 
and is like studying this person to figure out how the fuck they become like this guy dies or like they they get into an argument so bad that he he gets stabbed and dies so and while all this is happening you're seeing that this this second in command guy is so much more of a like he's got his head on his shoulders he knows what how to act when to act and like is teaching this this guy in charge what to do and like what standards and morals to have because like basically one of their their gang members friends they get the shit beat out of them and then he was with his girlfriend and the girlfriend gets beat the shit out of her and raped as well and you get to see the the head of the gangs go to the hospital see the like beaten and battered girl and then the parents come yell at them and the second in command just like does a formal bow like because there's there's different levels of bowing in uh japan and he's like full 90 degree angle like i'm so sorry stays there takes the the tongue lickings from this family and all of this time this like head guy i forget the the main guy like the head of the clan's name but like the whole time he's like i shouldn't need to bow why am i bowing why am i doing this and like the second in command just like forces him to bow is like no shut the fuck up this isn't your place bow and apologize this is our fault and like after that whole whole uh trans or transgression or that whole thing that happens like mikey mikey is his name mm-hmm. mikey is like hey you were right i'm sorry like thank you okay so to so, clarify a few points they yeah. beat up the friend beat up the girl and raped the girl and then the next day they attacked her family or his family. I missed that part. They 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 went all out and just destroying this guy's family and everyone he cared about. Um and then the other thing was it wasn't that he he said that it's their fault and they need to take it. It is that this is what grief and pain is and you need to understand that to be a good leader. It wasn't about we need to apologize cuz it's our fault. It is we need to apologize because this is something that could happen in the future with whatever we do. And that's something that we do not want to happen. And then to have and, it, and if it does happen, you will have to live with it. Correct. And then the other thing is, uh, Draken, second in command. Uh, there you he go. Thank you. Doesn't get like killed in like an argument. It is a the full on war. At the start of the war that they yeah. they're having with the guys that beat up these people, um, he gets stabbed, and he I think in the newspaper clipping he was the only casualty. He's the only person that got killed in that thing. So. When they kill Mikey's best friend, his Jiminy Cricket, his heart okay. and soul, uh, when they when they kill him, that is what drives him over the edge. That lets what whatever this fucking psychopath's name is with the glasses. When he passed him in the street in the past episodes, I was like, this guy's a fucking psychopath, and he's like ten years old. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, this this show's crazy, and it's only getting crazier for the fact that it's just like you don't just have your your ex girlfriend to save now. Now you have your friend group you need to save the entire friend group because he does like his buddy who commits suicide doesn't just say hey save me save all of us like 
this show is going places. I love the story they're telling. I love how they're telling it. Like I, a lot of people consider uh, time travel just like a catch-all and can be a catch-all and just not good storytelling. Right now, I'm really enjoying this. Like it, to me, this is good storytelling. The character development is there. Um, I love the fact that uh, Takamichi's uh, or Takamichi uh, his ex-girlfriend or you know when they're together when they're young she can tell that he's like more mature and adult etc whenever he is back in time but the fact that like (laughs) they start back in time and like he wakes up and it's like a girl standing over his body in just underwear and she's like all right everything's on the table except for kissing and he's just like freaks out he's like what the fuck i don't remember this ever (laughs) happening and just bolts out of there I, I had to laugh. That that shit was funny. The fact that when they find but, out who she is later, and she's just so open in the fact yes. that they almost did it, I'm just like, oh, Comes no. You're going to die tonight, and your girlfriend's going to be going to do it. <laughs> your girlfriend is going to kick the shit out of you. You're going to be beaten, battered, and bruised because of not because of some bully or gang, but because of your girlfriend. She's going to just kick the shit out of you. And oh, she's tough. It was, it was good. She's a tough lady. God oh, damn. Oh, she is. <laughs> I mean, she slapped Mikey in episode like four. Oh yeah, I've, she's like, an amazing character, and I'm just, it's, it's that scene, and then, and them going, him going back to the future, and f- seeing that she's still dead, and these are the things that you know changed because of what you did in that, in that time. It's interesting that, like, if I recall, when he got back there, he said, "I want to speak with my friend. I want to speak with Mikey and all that." And there's like, I don't even know where the fuck he is. I was just, good luck with that one. I kind, of, off the grid. I kind of hope that at some point he is able to find him in the future and talk with him and get like an explanation as to what happened. Maybe Mikey does know that she was there and he was a part of the fact that she died. He had a uh, hand in it personally or just indirectly or whatever, just to see like how he feels about it now that we're depending where the show goes, yeah, how he feels about it with how the future unfolded for him. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, if them dying, like, even the brother dying in the beginning, too, if that was all just coincidence that it was them, or if this was, like, premeditated towards one individual person or two individual people. So it'll be interesting to see what what actually transpires, why they actually died, and who who killed them. The Because th- I, I don't know if it's going to be Mikey or if it's just going to be... Just some lowly thug, for Draken, or for, if it's gonna be one of his friends for Draken, or for for the girl. No, 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 no. Draken's dead. No, that's Draken's what I'm. Dead. I'm saying. I'm. I'm confused. What you're talking about? You're talking about the war that's coming oh, who, up, or who killed? Who killed? No, no, no. Who killed the girl originally? Okay. Like if it's honestly, if it's Mikey, if it's one of like an underling I of think, the gang, or if it's one of his friends. I think it's an underling, and I think it was like just crossfire. Something happened. And uh, like an accident, like because you see the the imagery, and it's like a truck crashed into the to a stall and into a building, and she was in that stall during the festival. I assume it was just them being complete dickheads, doing whatever it is they were doing, ramming through people and then ramming through that stall, and that's all it was. I don't think it had anything to do with like premeditated. But the other thing is that this brings up my thought about what's going to happen with Draken. Don't know what gang, uh, what's his name is affiliated with the, uh, 
the leader in the future with the glasses. The other, the other head. I don't know yeah. what gang he's affiliated with because it's just them consuming other gangs at a certain point. Mm-hmm. If he is part of this one that they're about to fight, I feel like he's gonna be the one that's gonna try to kill or de- does kill Draken, and then it's gonna be that confrontation of like th- stopping him and seeing where the story unfolds from there. Maybe it makes the future worse where there is a long lasting war between these two gangs and it continued on. And that festival massacre, it was larger than it was prior to where just the girlfriend dying. It is an entire block being wiped out by these fuckers. It it wasn't a massacre. It was only the two of them that died, right? It was a lot of people. Or was it a handful of people? It was a lot of people. It was was during a festival. They drove through the festival grounds through stalls. And into a building. I thought it. I thought it was just a handful of people. If that, it's. I thought it was either the two of them or like up to maybe potentially us being five. Americans. A handful of people is still a massacre. Okay, yeah, to others. that's true. <laughs> that's true. I was gonna say uh, being a little desensitized to what a massacre actually is because, like, crime in Japan is near. It's like non-existent, and if it does exist, it is full tilt. Like, oh, you went all out for this. So, um, yeah, I guess just being a little desensitized to what what could classify as a massacre in other nations. I'm just yeah, saying, that, I that I sense. feel like if depending what happens, there should show that there are repercussions to him doing good deeds. To where if he does save Draken and the war with this gang doesn't end uh, the way it was meant to, and it continued on and on and on. It'd be interesting to see that the way the sister dies is from the actual gang war with these guys still. And it was worse off than it was originally, where more than just a few people died and like an entire fairground was evacuated because of what happened. Yeah. I wonder uh, I wonder how many seasons this show is gonna be because like it doesn't, uh, looking at uh, my anime list, it doesn't have uh, an episode count, nor does it say when it's going to end. I kind of hope um, it does so, what Erased did and just keeps going until it finishes. And I think it was like two episodes. Well, Erased two was one season. Worth, right? No, Erased was just one season. It was 12 episodes? It was 13 episodes. 12, 12 or 13 episodes and done. Okay. Well, I kind of hope it does the same thing, uh, if not longer. I feel like it could go longer to like a 24, 25 episode run. Yeah, I think it could too. Um, Erase was twelve episodes, by the okay. way. I think it could too. Um, I really do want to see more of this world and more of this. But out, <laughs> I, the funny thought of, that popped into my head was: Wouldn't it be funny if they finish season one and you find out that it wasn't actually his friend that pushed him in front of the train, but it was like him from twelve years into the future that pushed him in front of the train? So it's like every twelve years he's able to hop through time. <laughs> Remember when you were talking about time travel, uh, stupid? This is this is that part where the, just that would make this. This stupid. would be where they. Sh- that was where, where it goes too far, shark. and it just like this is stupid time travel. This is where they would jump the shark. Yes. Um, okay, so we have a few shows that are on our uh, backlist, but we're kind of pressed for time here. So let's just kind of run through this. Quickly. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, I, I was gonna say, I want to do this little thing at the end to be like. Here's some things we want to watch, and have hopefully we'll be talking about it soon on this, either next season or later on in this season of anime. Yeah, depending on how summer 2021 ends up, if the, if it's this quality, then well, this is this is going to be a long backlog. But oh, yeah. um, 
Yeah, uh, right now, for me, I still haven't watched any of Season 2 of ReZero because when I tried to start, I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, okay, I gotta rewatch Season 1. So I gotta watch Season 2 of ReZero. Still haven't gotten to it. Um, I was waiting for my friend uh, to catch up on Food Wars so we could watch the final season together because we watched the first season together and that first season was so fucking funny. Um, but he still has not caught up. So I'm going to say fuck it and watch it. But as to win, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are two shows that I've actually started and just kind of dropped because I was like, I can't, I can't fit this in all right now. Um, when they cry, AKA Higurashi, phenomenal, fucking phenomenal show. I just, I just haven't had the time to finish it. And then Nesakoi, uh, it was all right. It was a good, it was a good slice of life. Decent, decent premise, but I mean, it's kind of generic. But it's more of a rom com like than slice of life. Yeah, rom com, I guess, more than slice of life. But like, I I enjoy the character designs more than anything, which is why I think I, I that was why I was drawn to it in the first place. Yeah, uh, yeah right, that's, that's now, right now. What's on my back? Right now for me, I got Great Pretenders. Uh, I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. So good. Just having it around and watching it. Same with Decadence. Uh, Element. It's so good. Element would not shut up about this, and I've been wanting to watch it. It's just, you know, getting around to it's, watching it's it. It's so. It is so out of left field as to. I don't even know if you know what the show is. I about, have no idea. That's why I, you I, think. I, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say this show is so out of left field that it was such a good surprise for last year. I watched it late when it was already out. I think I watched it back in November and it came out in summer, I want to say. Yeah, that show was a a treat to watch. Like it just came out of left field. The plot is out of left field, but like it's it it's good. I I highly suggest it. And then the last thing is uh what's it called? Yasuke? Uh on I've Netflix. I've never even heard of it. It's on Netflix. It is about oh, the uh Yes. A black samurai. The black and first black samurai. I I was interested in it when it just looked like it was kind of like a a uh, uh, you know like a telling of this person's story, and then it got real fantasy like, and I'm like, okay, I was kind of hoping for not this, but at the same time, these are cool visuals. I'm fucking in. I don't know when I'll watch it because it is Netflix, and I am just really bad about paying attention to Netflix. I have so many shows I love the first seasons of, and I have not gone back to the second seasons or their uh, other later seasons, so eventually I'll get bored and watch Netflix. Yeah, like, Be the Beginning got a second season, and, like, that show had so much promise in the very beginning of season one, and then it just dropped the fucking... I don't even remember what it's about, but it dropped the ball, but it's, like... Everything about the show should be good, and it just wasn't. So I'm really like, I would like to watch season two, if. But I, I don't know. It's yeah, I agree with you. Like Netflix shows, like, oh, this is fantastic. When season two come out, and then it just drops, and you just don't know about it. It's like, oh, okay. I guess I'll get to it someday. Maybe there's like only two things there that I will pay attention to always, and just drop everything to watch it, and that is Castlevania and The Witcher, and there. that's it. Oh, and, Castle, and Stranger Things. The last Stranger Things always. Oh, you're talking shows in general. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say Castlevania's last season should be coming out. Uh, I think it's sometime soon. This this month. This is this. It's coming out. Uh, I don't know. That's something we can look up. But thank you all for joining us this week. If you want to talk to us in a more direct manner, we now have a Discord. So go visit us at Twitter at Bakako Podcast. Or sorry, yeah, no, Bakako Podcast is our Twitter handle. 
uh go follow us there um join our discord you can talk to us one-on-one there's a handful of us in there and yeah we're, we're pretty active whenever somebody speaks up uh if you have any and all uh any feedback please again either go to us at twitter at bakako podcast or email us at bakako podcast at gmail.com uh we're always looking for feedback especially for this show since we're brand new and uh these episodes seem to be an hour long when i definitely thought that we were initially when we created this gonna be like 30 minutes long but it's like oh man we just have a good time talking about shit so um if you have any feedback for us any and all would be greatly appreciated positive and negative please um i had another bit in here that our next show was up for vote on twitter However, it looks like it's about to end in 15 minutes, so you will not hear that, or you won't make it there by the time you listen to this. But it looks like the next show that we're going to be watching for the uh, Bakako podcast is going to be Sundare Child. Wait, no. Nope, that's not how it's called. I don't know how. I don't. That's that's definitely not it. It's not Sundare. Uh, it's, I don't know how to pronounce that. Sudaru, Sudari, Sudu, I don't, I don't know. Anywho. Uh Sudaru children. I'm just going to call it that. We're going to call it that. That is what it looks like is going to be our next show. So stay tuned for that. But until next week, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Bye. Back up. Back up.